Hi there, this is Jacob Msiba, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Somebody say it's time to build. Amen. And we are celebrating our birthday in the month of August. We are 18 years. End of this month. Amen. Hallelujah. And when everything started, God had you in mind. So it's worth celebrating. Amen. We are indeed going to have a wonderful time. Turn with me to the book of Haggai, chapter number one. Hallelujah. Uh, verse number two to verse number five. Verse number two to verse number five. The Bible says, Thus speaks the Lord of hosts, saying, This people says, The time has not come. The time that the Lord's house should be built. Then the word of the Lord came to Haggai. In other words, these people were saying, No, it's not time yet. Saying, no, it's not time for you to get married. No, it's not time for you to start a business. No, it's not time for you to go back to school. No, it's not time for you to get serious about your life. No, it's not time for you to get saved. No, it's not time for you to do the things that God would want you to do. But then Haggai, the prophet of God, came and declared. Because the Bible says the word of the Lord came to Haggai the prophet, saying, Is it time for you yourselves to dwell in your paneled houses and this temple to lie in ruins? Now therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. So in other words, also it's time for you to just uh, sit around and be comfortable. if it's not time for you to advance. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. Bless us this morning. The title of my message is The Significance of Time. We are creatures of time, created by God, who does not get confined by time. As long as you are breathing, as long as you have flesh, you are confined with time. It's only God who does not exist inside time. He created time, but he created time for men. He did not create time for himself. He lives outside of time. We were the ones who were created to operate within the confides of time. But God himself functions outside of time. That is why he does whatever he wants and whenever he wants to do it because he is even the owner of time itself. Time plays a very significant role in every activity under the sun. Time creates space in the chronological order of events. So whenever we are asked to do something, or we are planning to do something, the first thing that we need to do is to determine what time are we going to do it? Because if we don't determine what time are we going to do it, 
we are going to have a problem. That is why even in this church, we have the time um, of start and we have a time to end. It is because things must be done in order. Imagine a church when we say, on Sunday we have church and it does not matter when you come. When, whatever time. One will come at one, another one will come at seven, another one will find it convenient for them to come at four. Another one will find it convenient for them to come at seven. That is why we then put time to say at eight we are starting the service. It is so that uh, we can have structure in our lives. Somebody say amen. amen. So time uh, gives us that structure in our lives. Somebody say amen. amen. So anything that is important in our lives, we will always make time for it. That is why when you find someone who says they can't come to WeConnect or they can't come to church on su every Sunday and they say they do not have time, in other words, they are saying, it is not my priority. It is not that important to me to feed my spiritual life. And therefore, I am not going to even bother to alter my calendar so that then I can make sure that I am at church Every Sunday, somebody say amen. amen. Hi, Ecclesiastes hey. chapter number three, verse number one. The Bible says, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. And also in the book of Zechariah chapter number 10, verse number one, the Bible says, ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. So it means that there is a time for a latter rain, but you can ask God for that rain in its time. Because there is a time for everything. So then it goes on to say, the Lord will make flashing clouds. He will give them showers of rain, grass in the field for everyone. It's always often said that time wasted can never be regained. It is very true that time wasted can never be regained because we were created to be confined by time. And therefore, we need to learn to use time effectively. Amen. Use time in a way that it is going to benefit us to, to, to fully uh, fulfill the purpose of God for our lives. Somebody say amen. amen. And anything that is done at the right time becomes impactful. That is why you need to have a good understanding of the time that you have been given by God so that you will be able to make impact in your life. The Bible says he has made everything beautiful in its time. So everything has got its own time. And when it is time for that thing, it is beautiful in its time. That is why then each and every one of us need to pray a prayer to say, may I never miss a time for a thing. May I never miss a time for any purpose. May I never miss a time for anything that I am supposed to do because even if I do it and I do it later, it's not going to be as impactful as it would have been had I done it on time. Somebody say amen. amen. Have you ever had someone say, I will come and help you, but then unfortunately they were, they, and they were out of the time that they were supposed to help you. And then unfortunately it's no longer going to help you uh, 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 at that given point. Yes, that thing is still going to help in a way, but it's not on time. Yeah. But may God send you help on time. Yeah. 
Because sometimes help will come, but help comes late. I believe that help that comes late is not effective. Help that comes late is not impactful because it is too late for that help. If someone says, right now, if you can give me 7,000, I will give you this car. I am living for London and I am tired of this country. I am living South Africa. All I need is 7,000 rands and you don't have 7,000 rands for a car. And you need help. And you call uh, 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 mama here and you say, mama, 7,000 rand, that's to mama. Aish. The plane is gone. Help arrived. But came late. May your help never come late. May your help always be on time. I'm praying for someone under the sound of my voice. That anyone who is supposed to help you, may they help you on time. Because sometimes it's not even about financial help, but it's about some kind of help that is needed at that time, and you need it there and there. May it always be on time. May God send you help from his sanctuary on time. And may you know that it is time for your help so that you grab your help. Because sometimes you can also miss your opportunity for your help. I don't want to go ahead of myself, but there is what we call Kairos. And there is what we call Kronos. And for Kronos, it is the opportune time. The, the, sorry, Kairos is the opportune time. And Kronos is the chronological time. The time that you look at your clock and you say it's half past seven, I need to make my way to church. And it's eight o'clock, church needs to start. That's the chronological time. This is the time that people use against you. Each time when they say maybe you should be married by now. Maybe you should have a car by now. You should have a house by now. You should have finished your degree by now. People use that time against us. But God did not create it for that. God created it for us to be able to align ourselves. He did not create it for people to bully us and say it should have been like this at such and such a time. But so that this is the time that people use against us. This is the time that people, that people uh, uh, will always even insult us about the things that we cannot change on our own. Somebody say amen. amen. But then there is a kairos, which is an opportune time, which is an opportunity, which is a set time. The chronological time, I always say it is for men, but the kairos is for God. No one can determine the, the kairos except for God. It's only God who is able to bring about opportunities in your life. It's only God who is able to bring about a window that will cause you to enter and never look back. It's only God who is able to take you to a stage whereby you can just take a high jump in life and you become something that you have never even dreamed of. And when you look back and you see it was because of that opportunity that God opened for me that I am here 
standing right now and being that which I am right now. It is not by might nor by power, but it is because God decided the Kairos moment in my life. And then my, my life changed forever. In the book of Psalm, chapter number 102, verse number 13, the Bible says, You will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. Amen. That time is the time that when God arises, and I know that the God that we serve yes. is the God who is well known for sitting down. The Bible says he sits on his throne yes. and he judges the affairs of men. He sits on his throne and he does whatever he wants. I always imagine him playing chess as, in, as if he's playing chess. He's saying this one must marry this one. This one must go and work there. This one must go and go, hey. and must go to church there. This hey. one is supposed to work there. This one is supposed to have this, I, I, I always imagine him sitting on his throne, but then the Bible says when this set time comes, when this opportune time comes, when this Kairos moment comes, he stands up. The God who is usually seated because he rules and he reigns over the affairs of this earth, but he arises for the time to favor somebody has come. The set time has come. May it be your set time. May it be the time where he arises and show you favor. Because the set time has come. Even Jesus himself, the way the Bible says, he said, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. They even have the throne. Now, me, if I was God, I would sit because I'm sure that seat is very comfortable. Amen. But as soon as there is an opportune time for you, Amen. the Bible says he arises. Amen. You will arise. Amen. That's what it says. Amen. And have mercy upon Mazote for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. That is the Kairos moment. Amen. The Kairos moment is a time that is within time. Yeah. The time you wake up in the morning, the time that you know that I am going about my usual business. You know that it's 7 o'clock, I need to make my way to work. And you know that I take this, this route every day and I make my way to work. And when I get to work, this is what I do. This is how my diary is like on a Monday. You go and it's an ordinary Monday. But when God begins to arise to favor you for your set time has come. The time that is normal ceases to be normal. The time that is usual ceases to be usual. The time that you do everything according to your schedule ceases to become like that. It's as if when God arises to show you favor, he then brings about a time within the time. It's still a Monday that you are, usual, you are used to doing your things the way that you do them. But lo and behold, the set time when it has come, then God arises over your life and your life changes overnight and you wonder, but this is an ordinary Monday. It's an ordinary 11 o'clock. But then a phone call comes. And that phone call declares a time within the time. And 
then that is a determining factor of the next level of your life, of the next level of your business, of the next level of your career. Why? Because God has introduced the Kairos within the Kronos. Within a chronos. Yes. It's not ordinary. It's not ordinary. If you don't believe me, you can ask the people who were seated by the pool of Bethesda. The Bible says that men have had been there many years. Many years. According to the chronological time. Many years. But then Jesus came and he introduced. A Kairos moment. Listen to what it says in the book of John chapter number 5, verse number 1. It says, After this there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there, there is in Jerusalem by the ship gate or a pool, right? It's normal. The pool was not being moved every day. It's a normal thing which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five pouches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first, somebody say first, after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. Then Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he already had been in the condition a long time. I don't know what kind of a condition have you been in for a long time. But then the Bible says, Jesus said to him, do you want to be made well? Jesus asked a question here, but unfortunately he's asking somebody who has now been conditioned by their state of affairs. He's asking a question from a person who is already disturbed by the 38 years of the same results. I don't know about you, but I know how it feels to go on each and every day doing something that you believe in your heart and you know in your know that it is God who has asked you to do it. It is God who has called you to do it. However, it yields the same results over and over again. And the results are not favorable to you. Sometimes when they become favorable to you, it's just not enough. Because the years versus what you have achieved does not correspond. The man was seated there for 38 years. Everyone would think that he should have been actually healed. But unfortunately the man was not healed because he was conditioned by the affairs that have been taking place in his mind in and around him in his home in his uh, uh, hometown in his village in his township in his suburb he is surrounded by things that condition what he wants to do as though it cannot be done conditioned by the circumstances 
and the situations that he was in for 38 years. So from the place of being conditioned, he answers Jesus. Not from a place of believing who is asking him a question. Not from a place of knowing. In fact, I would forgive this man if he said, who are you? Asking me if I want to be made well. But because of the things that he has been through, he does not even think that it could be that today is my day. No one has ever asked me this question for 38 years. How come this one comes and dares to ask me, do you want to be made well? And then the Bible says, he says, Ngigupila. Besigupi. Seven. And the sick man answered and said, Say, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is being stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps in. Another steps down before me. Verse number eight. Then, and then Jesus says to him, Rise, take up your bed and walk. That was his Kairos moment coming into his Kronos moment. I'm trusting God that each and every one of us will experience a Kairos moment within our Kronos. That as we know that our August is always like this. That as we know that our first week of the month is always like this. May God then step in with his Kairos moment because it is only a Kairos moment that can even be able to change your life forever. Just like the man by the pool of Bethesda. The Bible says immediately the man was made whole. So when a Kairos moment takes place in your life, it does not take long for God to turn your situation around. It does not take long for God to turn the bed for your good when the Kairos moment comes. The Bible says immediately, the man was made well. He took up his bed and walked. And then the Bible says, and that day was the day of Sabbath. And we know if we are Bible scholars, that actually on the day of Sabbath, we were not supposed to do any work. We were not supposed to do any miracle signs and wonders. But Jesus breaks the rules. Jesus does away with the rules. I see Jesus doing away with the rules at work. I see Jesus doing away with the rules in your business. I see Jesus doing away with the rules in that which you are believing him for. I see him even doing away with the rules in your academics. Somebody say amen. Does away with the rules. The Bible is specific in saying that day was a day of Sabbath. But the man experienced his Kairos moment. Now we find ourselves in times that are hard. In times that are tough. In times that are not favorable to us. In times that are 
when that oil is going up, in times where uh, uh, petrol is, is, is going up, in times where everything is going up, high interest rates, we find ourselves in times of sicknesses and diseases. We find ourselves in times where everybody is living in fear. Everybody says to themselves, what's going to come of me? But I want you to know that there is a God who is in heaven who can introduce a time within a time. Yes, everybody else, everybody else is going through what they are going through, but you can't be exempted. You can't be exempted. The Bible says at the pool of Bethesda, there was a multitude of sick people. There is a multitude of people who do not know whether they are going to be able to make it to the next month. There is a pool that is there, which is called South Africa. We are a multitude. We are seated next to this pool and we don't know whether we are going to be made well or not but I'm here to introduce a Jesus who is able to introduce a time within a time and for you he can be able to introduce a Kairos moment everybody says business is not doing well but yours is skyrocketing everybody says we cannot afford to keep staff but you are given a promotion that is a God that we serve a God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we can ever ask or think we serve a God who is never confined by time but a God who implements and a God who introduces Kairos moments may you experience a Kairos moment ah, are you here in Pinuni may you experience a Kairos moment Jesus one day accused the Pharisees and the Sadducees of not understanding the signs of the times. There's nothing as unfortunate as having a moment and you realize after it has been closed that this was my moment. May you never miss your moment. In the name of Jesus. Jesus accused them of not understanding the times in the book of Matthew. Chapter number 16, verse number 1. It says, Then the Pharisees and Sadducees came and tested him, asked that he would show, this, uh, show them a sign from heaven. Uh, he answered and said to them, When it is evening, you say, It will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and threatening. Hypocrites. You know how to descend the face of the sky, but you cannot descend the signs of the times. Everything under the sun has its time. In the world, they say every dog has its day. I want to say every child of God has their Kairos moment. Every child of God, everyone, Everyone without any controversy, I will say it again. Every child of God has their Kairos moment. So Jesus says to his disciples, you need to discern the signs of the times. Thank you. And then he says, lest you call evil good. You call good evil. 
Be careful what you say based on what you see on TV. Because everyone is complaining. You are also complaining. You are not seeing that this is an opportunity for my God to be glorified. For my God to be seen and to be known. Because when you are comforting others who are being retrenched, you are the one who is being promoted. And they wonder why. It is because of the God that you serve. But when you talk just like the world does, then you will never experience the power of your God because then you will not be able to discern the times. In fact, when everyone says it's in Tosia better, that's when you should go down to your knees and say, Lord, Zibonagali say in this season that I serve you. Everyone has been mocking me because they thought what I was doing was of no effect. But this is an opportunity. This is a Kairos moment that you show yourself strong, that you are my God. Somebody say, Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to not be like the Pharisees and Sadducees, but we must be like the sons of Issachar. The Bible says they had the understanding of the times and they knew what Israel ought to do. So when you have the understanding of the times, when you can discern the times, you will know what to do. Instead of running away with those who are running away, when you discern the times, when you understand the times, you will then say to God, what is it that I am supposed to do? And God is going to tell you that you move on, that you show, you, that you show up even tomorrow morning, that you do whatever it takes to make sure that you stand and you are not waved to and fro by any kind and any wind of doctrine, but you stand and you are steadfast and God will tell you, then you will know what to do. By reason of understanding the times. Our God is a God who changes seasons. And he is changing seasons for you. Even this morning. I believe that it is indeed the dawning of a new day for somebody. That God is going to introduce you to an opportunity that will change your life forever. You will then know that it is God who has introduced a Kairos moment in your life. He's a God who changes seasons. Yes, it's been seasons of drought. Yes, it's been seasons of tears. Yes, it's been seasons of maybe even things not going well, things not going your way. But I'm here to announce to you this morning that the God who changes seasons is here this morning and he is addressing your case. It's not about anything else, but it is about a moment. It is about a set time. It is about a Kairos moment to introduce you to the next level, to introduce you to the next dimension of your calling, of your life, of your career, of your business. There is a new season. There is a turning of a new day for you, my brother, for you, my sister. There is a turning of a new day. And I declare that this day is the day that the Lord has made. You shall rejoice and you will be glad in it. The Bible says a day is like a thousand years. He can compress time. He can compress time. He can compress time in such a way that everyone is thinking it's going to take you 17 years but it's only going to take you 7 days just to change your life around, to change your situation around because he is able to compress time. 
What everyone thought was going to take place in the long run can, can happen tomorrow morning and you will wonder. It is the God who is able to change times. But what time is it? Many of us are looking at exactly everything as I was saying that is happening around us. But God is saying to us as Builders Church, it's time to build. It's time to build. Nothing takes God by surprise. Everything that is taking place is not a surprise to God. And the fact that you are in the midst of everything that is taking place, it is not a surprise to God. God knew that things are going to go the way they are going right now. And he knew that you as his child, sincere and well-meaning, loving him, you will be in the midst of everything that is taking place. But the Bible says, he says it boldly, behold, I have overcome the world. So he knows you are here. He knows what is taking place. He knows what is happening. But he says, it's time to build. It's time to build your life. It's time to build your marriage. It's time to build your business. It's time to build your career. It's time to build your life and become a better student and become a better person. It's time to build each and everything that God has placed in your hands. It's time to build it. Don't allow the spirit that is going to tell you to just sit down, give up and not do anything. But allow God to recharge you. Allow God to even work in the inside of you that you may arise as God arises so that you can co-labor with God in building your life, in building your marriage, in building your career, in building your business. Arise. Don't let what is happening around you cause you to sit down and give up. Cause you to sit down and say it's never going to happen. There is a God who is able to even compress time. He can do things for you. Arise and build. It's time for us to beget. It's time for us to unveil. Yes. It's time for us to initiate. It's time for us uh, to lead it's time for us to delegate. Amen. As Builders Church, we saw lives being changed. Yes. That's where your tithes yes. and your offering yes. goes. In this church, you know, we are working. Yes. Yes. yes, we are working. That is why we are praying for you to go out there and work. So that you can bring back that which God has given you. That you can bring back that which God has blessed you with. For the furtherance of his kingdom. We will not stop. By so doing, you and you are collaborating with Christ himself. The builder of the church. And you are saying, let's continue building the house of the Lord. And many people like the one who was testifying. The lives will be changed. The lives will be transformed by reason of that which you have done. But it's that in believing that God can change your season. Go out there and you make it. You don't try, but you make it. You go out there, you make it in business. When others are saying you will not make it. You go out there, you make it in your career path. When everybody says this industry is not yielding results, you go out there and you flourish by reason of the anointing that is upon you from this house in the name of Jesus Christ so that you come back and we build. We build the house of the Lord. We beget many. When the enemy tries to hide them from us, we persist and we get them to the kingdom of our God. And we lead them. We teach them. 
We unveil the gospel of Jesus Christ to them. They get to know God and have a living in a true relationship with him. In six months, his life was changed. In six months, he got a job. In six months, he's serving a church because there is a God who is able to change lives. He's just asking for us to partner with him. He's just asking us to partner with him. But we will never partner with him if we have problems that are going to cause us to shy away from coming and partnering with God. That is why I'm praying for each and every one of us here. May God give us wisdom how to navigate through life so that we can partake of the blessing of the Lord. It is a blessing to co-labor with Christ in populating heaven. Let us stand. Pray for yourself. We have two minutes. Pray for yourself. You know where you are. You know which area needs a change of seasons. Ask God to help you. Even in this season. To do everything that you are supposed to do to partner with him. So that his blessing may rest upon you. And that you may stand out of the rest. Are you praying? Shanda yasata mandere kesira bausa babasharabasarabas. Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.